0: publisher podcast episode 35 today we're talking about whether or not you should put your focus on social media or writing craft great question posed to me by one of my students in my WIP school and I can't wait to dig into my answer to this question enjoy the show Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book, hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Because I've been where you've been, and I felt what you're feeling, and I don't want to get in your way. In our program that we run after the Women in Publishing Summit called the WIP School, we spend a lot of time helping our authors figure out how to really grow their businesses as authors. And one of those places that we put a lot of effort and energy is in social media. So when I saw this question, it made me realize that maybe we needed to take a step back and talk a little bit more about where your priorities really need to be as an author. Is growing a social media presence as important as working on your craft? And the answer to that question is no. So then, if we're saying that writing is more important than social media, why do we spend so much time talking about the social media elements? So that's what I'm going to be digging into today. So first of all, the exact question basically was that she'd come across a, a resource for becoming an expert in social media posting and all of those types of things and I posted it as a resource and asked the question, Is this more important? Should I be spending my time here or should I be spending my time working on my craft? And when I wrote back to her, I said, listen... Social media is important, and we'll dig into all those reasons why in just a minute. But at the end of the day, if you are not writing good books, you're not going to be selling more books no matter how much time you spend on social media. So let's talk about this. I am good friends with an author named Kirsten Oliphant. You may know her as Emma St. Clair. She's got a couple of pen names, but that's her most um, well-known pen name. And she also runs the Creative Writing podcast. She is one of the most successful indie authors that I know. She's constantly um, putting out quality books and um, has a really, really hot series rom-com series right now that is just selling off the charts she is doing well in all the things that she does her marketing her social media her ads all the things but we had a discussion about this one day and i asked her do you think it's the ads do you think it's the fact that you have multiple books or a series what is it that you think the reason is that you're really really seeing such massive sales with your books right now And her answer was that she thinks that, yes, those pieces play a part, especially the ads, um, but... If you don't have good books, if people aren't enjoying your books and wanting to read the next book, if you're not writing more books, if you're not good at your craft, then it doesn't make any difference. She told me that the reason that she thinks that her books are doing so well is because of the fact that she's writing really good books that people want to read and they want to read the next book in the series. So yes, you can spend a lot of time learning a lot of different things But if the books aren't good, if people aren't leaving good reviews, if people aren't genuinely loving those books and wanting to read more of your books or wanting to go back, if they come in and find one of your books and love it, they'll go back and read the other books in your backlist, generating even more sales. So if you're not writing books that, that are just not, you know, resonating with people and that people aren't loving, that is the first and the baseline, the foundation for everything else that you're doing. So you might be saying well i'm not planning on writing a lot of books or that's going to take years before i have all of those books in there and yes that's that's the truth that's why being a successful author is very very challenging because There's a lot of moving pieces that go into success at the end of the day. You can be a very successful one-time author, especially for nonfiction authors. If you are writing a book that you're planning on using, if it's a specialized topic, you're marketing with organizations that would want to use and promote your book. If it's a business topic and you're out there speaking on that topic and selling your book, if, again, it's a specialized topic that people are looking for and there's not a lot of other books on that content or yours happens to be the best book on that content, you can still have a lot of success. But for fiction authors, um, the reality is it does come with writing more books and developing that backlist and having a lot of books for people to be able to come back and buy your other books if they find one book that they really love. But those books have to be good. They have to be resonating with the readers. The readers have to want to continue the series or have to want to read other books by you. Um, Look at some of our most famous um, books, authors that are really well known. Like I I love thrillers, so James Patterson comes to mind. He has tons and tons of books. Every time James Patterson releases a book, I want to buy it because I know that his books are good. I know that I enjoy his books. I know that I would buy any of his books with very little marketing, and I never check out his social media because I know him and the quality of his writing. I don't know him, although I did meet him in person, one time which was absolutely the coolest thing but you see what I'm saying like it's 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 not because he's out there posting on Instagram or doing reels or lives or TikToks that I'm buying his books so but it is because I've read multiples uh, multiple of his books I know that they're books that I enjoy and I already know that he's the type of author that I will read anytime when I was younger I loved Danielle Steele I read every book that Danielle Steele wrote and put out there because of the same type of thing. She built a name because of her books, because people loved her books. Same with Stephen King, same with any of these big authors. Here's the challenge. They are published by massive traditional publishers. They've been around for a very long time. They have a backlist that backs the fact that they are writing and, produ- and putting out really good books. So the hard work has already been done for them. They don't need the social media. However, for us as newer authors, as people growing an audience, if we don't have a, marketing, a large marketing campaign behind us, if we don't have a big publishing house behind us, if our book isn't getting put into the right places because we don't have those things, this is why spending so much time and effort on social media is important. It's not because we are necessarily trying to sell books, sell books, sell books with our social media. What we are trying to do is to grow readers and to grow a community and grow people who like us so that when we are marketing our books, there's a much higher chance that they are going to actually buy them or talk about them or share them with their friends or recommend that they follow your Instagram or all those other things that happens when you're utilizing social media properly. But I never want people to think that building their social media presence should ever come as a higher priority to writing. And this is one of those chicken and the egg scenarios or Catch-22 or whatever you want to say it. It's one of those things where it's like, but you keep telling us we need to build our platforms. We need to grow our social media. And yes, that is true book launch after book launch, we see that the authors who have the more successful and the most successful launches are those with the largest numbers of followers, not just following them on Instagram or Twitter or wherever, but on their email list. People that have chosen to give up an email address and are opening your emails and reading things from you are far more likely to buy your books. And we know from watching these launches, launch after launch after launch, that for authors that don't have a lot of other means to get their books in front of people, social media can be a great way for you to build a big community. But a large following on Instagram, even a smaller following with high engagement does not necessarily translate to book sales. And this is important for people to know for two reasons. It takes a long time to build and to continue to adding to your social media network. So if you're only sitting around you know, 500 to 1,000 followers on Instagram, odds are most of those people have already seen you talk about your book, have seen the book, and have probably, if they wanted to, have probably already bought the book. So if you're not continually adding new people that are the right people, that are the target reader, that are going to want to actually buy your book, then it's one of those things where you can spend a lot of time and energy and effort on trying to get more engagement, trying to get more followers, all of those things, and it doesn't really produce quick turnarounds, quick return on investment in terms of book sales. What social media is meant for you to do is to build relationships, build an online presence, build a community of fans, build a network where you are someone who is out there and visible, but that's not necessarily what's going to sell the books. Okay, so you have to be writing good books that people are going to want to rave about in places where readers are are actually paying attention to that. So, where are people paying attention to that? They're paying attention on Goodreads. They're paying attention on Amazon on the review section. They're paying attention through all of the big review sites like NetGalley and BookSirens and um, Readsy Discovery and other big um, opportunities like that. They're paying attention through book promo sites like BookBub and um, Written Word Media and Fussy Librarian and Robin Reads where people have signed up to get daily emails to know when those books are on sale and when they can go download books for free or for very reduced cost. So again, it's where are your readers? Where are the people that want to learn about your book? And I know it's a lot to take in and you're like, oh my gosh, it feels like you're just talking circles around this because you're saying don't do social media, do do social media, spend a lot of time, don't spend a lot of time. I am not saying don't do social media. Let's clear that up right now. I am saying definitely do social media. Definitely spend time creating um, a, a, a place on whichever platform you're using, Instagram, YouTube, wherever, TikTok, wherever and start working on building the people that enjoy you, but don't spend all your time there. So there's a lot of ways that you can make shortcuts around this so that you're not spending all of your time on social media. Hire a social media expert. It may be um, outside of your budget for long term, but for short term, if you can find someone who can come in and help you set up your account properly, make sure you're using the right hashtags, make sure you're doing the right things, help you figure out what type of content to be posting and on what schedule, it's worth an investment of that, of that, of those finances, that financial investment, talking around myself here. Um, to to have somebody come in and set you up properly, so that when you are posting, you know that you're reaching the right people, and that you're doing it in a manner that's going to make sure that your social media content is out there. But don't just be posting pictures of your book, because again, if you don't have, if you're not adding hundreds of followers a week, it's the same people who've seen your stuff already, so they don't want to see your book cover again. They don't necessarily want to see you know 500 reviews now let me qualify that to say during launch time it's okay to go bananas it's okay to go bananas because it's exciting and people know and this is what you're there for is to talk all about your book launch and how exciting and fun that is but in non-book launch times you know you really want to be work on create working on creating content That is actually getting people to know and understand you more as a business or more as an author or more as a person or whatever it is that you are trying to get people to connect with. So, you know, don't just constantly be bombarding them with pictures of your book cover because that gets old. So, how can you use social media? to grow people who want to be your fans and followers and friends. And when you are talking about your book, then it's exciting to them because they're part of your community and they're interested in things like that. Um, I, I highly recommend if you are not you know, really finding your your joy with with managing a social media account to look at who you can find to help you with that. Again, you can have someone that comes in and just creates posts for you and, and schedules them for you. And so then you're adding in your personal content, your original content on top of that or with that or however it can go. But you shouldn't be Not doing your writing and not working on your craft instead of, um, or doing social media instead of working on your craft is what I'm trying to say there. So, do I think it's a good idea to go out and spend time getting trained in all things social media and how much you can, you know doing a certification or taking a course and all of that on, on the, you know, down in the weed stuff. No, I think you should learn the basics of what you need to be able to do, how you need to post, um, tools that can help you post more efficiently. Make sure you know what types of hashtags you're using. Make sure you know about your audience and what type of content that they want. And those, those are basic level things of social media. they may, Feel, really, not basic if you're newer to social media. But in the long run, those are not, you know, super skill super skilled um, tools for you. They're just basic knowledge that you can manage your own on your Instagram. Um, but then spend the time in between if you're looking at, you know, Writing better books, spend time with critique groups, spend time um, sharing and finding people that you can share your writing with, spend time writing short stories, spend time writing your next book, spend time doing the things that you can do to get better at your craft. And then also spend the time finding the places where it's gonna give you your biggest bang for your buck when it comes to getting your content out in front of readers. So again, I wanna say, you have to, and you are responsible for building your audience. So you have to figure out the best ways to build your audience as you're leading into a book launch, which is one of the biggest reasons why we encourage authors to spend a year building your platform before you start trying to launch any type of book. And a lot of times, people are starting weeks days months before their book launch and tr- and then disappointed because they don't have a lot of traction from it it takes a long time to build an engaged following and even with that engaged following depending on what you've been posting about they may still not really be book readers they may be interested in your genre they may be interested in the types of things that you are posting but maybe they don't buy books maybe they only listen to audiobooks there's a lot of factors that go into all of this stuff so where can you spend your time when you're not writing, of course, when you're not coming up with your schedule for what you're going to post on social media to keep your account engaged and to keep your re- your followers coming along. Spend your time in places where people who are looking for books are going to be looking for reviews and going to be looking for ways that they can get your hands on books like that. So this comes down to finding promo sites that have the right readers for you to put your book in front of, making sure that your book is on Goodreads and and maybe running a Goodreads giveaway, maybe just going out and spending some time engaging on Goodreads so that you're building up more followers there because if you've never heard of Goodreads before, it is the mecca of book readers. It's where the people who love to talk about books go to talk about books. And so it's worth spending the time there far more probably than spending the time on Instagram. To get all of that set up and moving and going forward and all of those things. Um, Get your book into the hands of readers so that people can talk about it. I was recently with one of our authors and she was really, really concerned about the fact that we were giving away ARC copies of her book, advanced reader copies, before her book had even been published. She was like, why are you giving away my book to... to to people before it's even gone on sale. And the thing is, when you don't have a big audience, you rely heavily on other people reading your book and talking about it so that they're talking about it to their audience and bringing their audience into the loop. And you wouldn't necessarily be able to reach their audience any other way. When I talk about audience here, this isn't a big, like, like, I'm not talking about, you know, um, a mega- um, celebrity going out and talking about your book. I'm talking about average, everyday readers who find your book somehow, read your book, and post about it on their blog or their Twitter account or their wherever, their Instagram. When all of their followers see their posts, that's getting your book in front of all of those people that that you would not have had access to otherwise. Okay, so let me try and break this back down again. Should your priority be writing or social media. It's gotta be both, but your writing should never suffer for time spent on social media and you should never be trying to become an expert in something like how to manage your Instagram account or how to manage social media instead of doing your writing. Hire somebody that's an expert in social media and work on your craft. So did you hear that? I didn't say don't do social media, I said you don't do social media. Find somebody who can help you do social media so that you're still utilizing social media to grow your audience. And it doesn't have to be super expensive. There are a ton of people out there. They're called virtual admins. Um, They are virtual assistants, um, VAs. And they can help you do a lot of things like this at a a really decent price. And yes, it may be an investment to get things set up and rolling and to get the pieces of the puzzle in place, but it's worth it in the long run because then you have those things ready and out there and it's not as much that you have to try and learn in the beginning so where do you find people like that you can find them on facebook there's lots of facebook groups for vas you can find them on upwork you can find them on fiverr you can find them just by asking around people and other authors and saying do you have any recommendations Um, but lots of people can can help you out in these ways so that you're not spending all of your time trying to figure out social media and then the second priority be after writing is then finding the places where you're going to land in front of the people who want to know about your book because you can't as just an average everyday person which most of us in this community are we're getting out there some of us are starting to explode and that's amazing to watch but a lot of the authors that we work with are brand new to the scene first-time authors or multi-time authors but still haven't you know figured out that that how do I get in front of readers piece of it and still aren't selling books the way that they want to. And the way that you get in front of readers is to make sure that you're going to places that are getting you in front of readers. And this is the problem with social media, especially social media not utilized to its full extent and optimized the best way that it can be is that you don't know for sure if you're showing up in front of the right readers and the right people unless you start seeing things happen from your posts. So where you can go to find places where you know that the right people are are other places that those readers have already been curated for you. Other places where they've already started building audiences of the right readers who want your book. So This ain't easy, everybody. And I don't use the word ain't very much, but it felt appropriate in that moment. This is hard work. It's hard work to figure out. It's hard work to do it. It's really hard work to do all of these things while you are also trying to write a book. Trust me, I know. There's so many things to be done. It's completely overwhelming. It is hard to do them all. So I really want to discourage you from going down rabbit holes that just take away your time and i'm not talking about the social media presence here because i'm going to stand firmly that you do need to be building a social media presence because you can use those tools to get people on your email list to get people to share your content to get people to take the actions that you want but you should never be trying to become an expert in social media so that you can market your books better because guess what if you don't have the, if you don't have good books to market in the first place that's a problem And second of all, you can't build an audience fast enough to sell the amount of books that you need to do without spending all of your time or a lot of money in marketing and ads to build that audience. Does that make sense? So basically what I'm saying is, It's going to take you a long time to build and add new subscribers unless something happens and you go viral, which would be awesome. But for most of us, we're plugging away every day doing our posts and trying to get engagement and spending time doing engagement. And those are important things to do. But we're not going to be able to grow social media fast enough to sell the numbers of books that we want to sell and to continue selling the books that we want to sell. So maybe you have a great launch and sell a lot of books at launch, but then in the month after and the month after that and the month after that, it's gonna be really hard to continue seeing those kinds of sales numbers without introducing other things. So what are the other things that you can introduce at that point besides uh, writing another book? Well, you can run ads Facebook ads and Amazon ads have been very successful, and depending on when you're listening to this, you may be um, right before our, in time for our live um, ads course. If this is a topic of interest to you, Amazon ads for authors, or I'm just sorry, ads for authors will be talking about multiple kinds of ads. Check out womenandpublishingsummit.com forward slash events, and, and that is going to be um, July 12th, I believe. Um, if you're listening to this after July 12th, we'll have it available on demand so you can check that out as well. But Kirsten, the gal that I mentioned at the beginning of the of the um, podcast, is going to be teaching what she has learned. and she is one of the most successful authors when it comes to utilizing ads for selling her books that I know. Um, and you know she's got some great tips, tools, and resources for us. but ads can be a tremendous uh, push to getting your book in front of the right people as you move forward in the process. We've talked a lot about promo lists and promo sites and using those lists where they will send out your book to their curated list of authors with thousands of people who have said I want to read this kind of book much I mean some of them some of them have lists of, of hundreds of thousands of people so it's very very worth the 60 80, 100, 150 dollars it depends on the list and all those how much it'll cost but it's it's a very worthwhile investment to do that to get that big shot at putting your book in front of those tons and tons and tons of readers but again While you're doing all these other things, I do think that it is important to work on growing at least one platform on social media, but I do want to say if everything else is suffering because you're spending too much time on Instagram, then I want you to back off of Instagram. It'll be okay if you post once a week or once a month or once a whatever if you've decided that's not going to be your tool for selling if if you're gearing up for launch and advanced readers it's a great tool and and it's a really good helpful place to get pictures out there to get people to know who you are to get people to know what you're doing and all those kinds of things and that's why we put so much of an emphasis on using social media as you're building up to your book launch but it's not the end-all be-all and it should never be a higher priority than writing good books and and actually finding where your reader is and finding other mechanisms to create buzz about your book if social media isn't working. For some books, for some genres, Instagram is absolutely 100% um, the way. Same with Book Talk. same with these other sites, but it's not always the case. And in fact, I would say that the, the scenario is far more for people who already have large existing audiences and are growing audiences very quickly. So you might say, okay, I just listened to you ramble on for all this time. And at the end of the day, you've said, don't do social media, but do do social media. Then I said, no, I didn't say don't do social media. Then again, at the end, I said, don't do social media. (laughs) So what is the real answer? Well, the real answer is I can't tell you specifically because I don't know what's happening with every specific case. What I can do is I can tell you That as we've been building up launches, we like to, over a slow period of time, build up audiences on social media and build up engagement and look for people who would be interested in giving the books a try, getting on the email list to download an advanced copy so that they can help us grow our platform and grow our readers even more by reading the book and by creating buzz. Then in the post-launch timeframe, we turn more towards ads paid advertising, and promo lists. And in all of that time frame, you also have to be working on writing. So I hope that helps you when you're trying to decide where should I be prioritizing my efforts. And the prioritization is good books, good writing, lots of buzz. So figuring out where that buzz is coming from and how you get it and what's working for you. And then over time, consistently working on building your social media growth and your platform out there so that as you write more books, you always have new growth in the followers. You have things happening that are helping you grow everything all around. And in theory, it should help. But the final thing that I want to tell you is that we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people who are so much farther down the journey. It is just absolutely ridiculous if you are publishing your first book to expect that you're going to have the same results as somebody who's been publishing for 5, 10, 15, 20 or more years. It's absolutely ridiculous. So if you just tell yourself, self, you're being ridiculous, let's go for a realistic goal of this amount of books of 200 or 300 books out the gate and lots of reviews and let's tell ourselves ourselves. With consistent energy and effort, with putting our, our actions in the right places, with spending money in the right places, with writing more books that people want to read, and when they find the next one, they go back and buy the first one. That's how you do it. Consistent growth over time. As I said, it's a lot of hard work. It's very overwhelming. There's so many moving pieces. This is why I really, really encourage people to take time to slow down their launches, to give themselves more time. I know sometimes we have specific dates and reasons why we want to aim for a specific publishing date, and I understand that. But I'm going to tell you that in almost every single case, where people said, I'm pushing for this particular date and this is why, so I want to shortcut all these other things so that I can get the book out to that date. I'm thinking of three authors off the top of my head right now where they wanted to push, they wanted to shorten the marketing time, and they wanted to get their books out there as fast as they could. And they had okay success at launch, but then it just stopped. Book sales just stopped, and it's because... The development of the audience wasn't done it wasn't there and they needed they needed more time to really grow that audience and to grow the activity behind them now can they recover from that absolutely it just it's it's frustrating it's more frustrating when you've already published your book and you're like why are there no sales or how do I do this or I need to get in here an hour you know it's it, it is a longer process to do it that way so Spend time working on your craft and writing good books. Do not throw your social media out with the baby in the bathwater, but do not, do not, do not let yourself get distracted by spending all your time learning how to use Instagram like a pro or you know, teaching yourself how to create YouTube videos and making 50 YouTube videos instead of writing more. And I hope that that, in my very roundabout way, um, helps you really see that the priority is always on good books and getting your books in front of the right readers, creating buzz about that, and using social media as a tool to help you create buzz and grow your audience but not as a primary tool for selling your books at this point. When you have a bigger following, when you're getting ready to do your next book, when you're running promos, then that's the great time to use social media to sell, but it shouldn't be a daily, oh my gosh, I have to be the best at Instagram, and that's going to be my focus for the next six months instead of writing more books. Okay, I think I've drummed, I've I beat. I beat this dead horse over and over, but I do want to say the longer I'm in this business, the more I do see how important advertising and the right type of advertising is. And I've made many a huge mistake doing the wrong things on advertising, which is why I am really excited to have Kirsten Oliphant come teach us what's been working for her. Um, She has self-taught herself all the things. She looks at metrics all the time. She tweaks things all the time. She is constantly growing and evolving with it. She's a fiction writer, so while everybody can learn from the basics for from her on the ads for authors, um, it is going to be all the examples and the content is going to be strongly directed towards her examples that are on her fiction series, rom com specifically. But she's written some other fiction books um, too, outside of outside of rom com. But um, I highly encourage you if you're thinking uh, that you want to start running ads. It'll be a 90 minute session that is well worth the investment of your time and money to attend because she's going to um, really give some good insights and good information. And again, that is going to be available to you over at womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events. You'll be able to see that. Um, And if you are are listening to this after July 12th, check out our on demand courses um, at the womeninpublishingsummit.com website as well. Okay. All I can tell you is keep your chin up and keep writing and keep marketing and keep doing all the things. We are all in this together and we will succeed together because I'm watching authors do it every single day and they're just doing smart things and they're learning what they need to learn and they're implementing what they're learning and they're staying consistent and they're not giving up. So we're not allowed to give up. All right. Have a great day.